Praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Julius Adewumi of the Gospel Distribution Ministry. Today, I'm going to continue in the exhortation that I started about the Father's will has already been given as you've been written down in the scriptures. By this, I'm going to describe again the authority that Christ himself has and then you can say since we are the body of Christ, we are his representative upon the earth. Christ is the head of the church. So all the power that Christ has is actually available to us, the body of Christ. Because if you say this person has authority, it's not just his head that has the authority, it's the whole person. In the book of Psalm 110, Psalm 110, you see this prophecy that was given through the mouth of David, King David. And the Lord Jesus Christ actually referred to this prophecy which was referring to himself. Now, remember, like I said, we are the body of Christ. Christ is the head and we are the body. So, everything that was said about Christ is also said about his body, the church. He is the head. So, the head has this authority. So, the whole body has the authority. That is what he is making us. So, this is the understanding of our right as saints and believers in Christ. Is what he is trying to reveal to us so that we can take our position in him. In Christ Jesus, we have to take our position and be able to exercise that authority. So when he said in Luke chapter 10, verse 19, I behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall be enemies hold you. He's giving us that authority to say, We are in him. It is this power is to be wielded in him. But now look at Psalm 110, verse 1 said, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand until I make thy enemies thy footstool. I read that again. This is a prophecy through the mouth of David. The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand until I make thy enemies thy footstool. And the Lord Jesus Christ referred to this in Matthew chapter 22. Let's read Matthew chapter 22, verse 44. So when Jesus Christ arrived, the Bible says he went to his own. Uh, he asked. He actually asked the 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 the, 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 the Pharisees, well, "What do you think? Who do you think the Messiah is?" And they say, "Oh, he's the son of David." They say he's the son of David. This is Matthew chapter twenty-two, verse forty-two. Let me start from verse forty-two. Verse forty-one says, "While the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them." Saying, What think ye of Christ? That is the Messiah. Whose son is he? Lord Jesus Christ was trying to straighten them up about their understanding of the scriptures. So he asked the, the Pharisees that have been teachers of the of the law for years. And they are the ones that know everything about the law, about the law of Moses and the books. So he said, What do you think about Christ? Whose son is he? And they said to him, Oh, he's the son of David. Because that was what they were expecting. They were expecting the son of David to become king for them or not. That a son of David is coming. A son of David is coming to come and establish the throne of David. That's what they were expecting. So they say the Christ is going to be that son of David. But for verse 43, the Lord Jesus Christ wanted to straighten them out. They didn't understand what he was saying here. And he said unto them, that's Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ said unto them, 
How then doth David in spirit call him Lord? Sing, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit down on my right hand, till I make thy enemies thy footstool. If David did call him Lord, how is he his son? And the Bible said no man was able to answer him a word. And they couldn't ask, uh, ask any more questions. Now, so he was giving them the revelation that this Messiah, whom David saw in a vision, and said, The Lord said unto my Lord, Is the Lord from heaven himself. That's what he's trying to say, Is the Lord from heaven. Like we said, In him is the dwelling, the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And David recognized that he is not just somebody that is going to be born and is going to be my descendant. It is the Lord from heaven coming in the form of a human being through his line. That is really what David was saying. The Lord said unto my Lord, See that my right hand now. The, pipe, the part of it I want to now talk about is what did the Lord said unto my Lord? Sit thou at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. That's really where I'm going. What does that mean? Sit thou at my right hand until I make thy enemies thy footstool. And remember, the Bible said after Christ resurrected, he ascended up to heaven and sat at the right hand of God in heaven, at the right hand of power. That is what Apostle, what David, uh, King David was prophesying there, that the Messiah will be sitting at the right hand of the Lord. But now, that is figuratively speaking. That is, it was shown to him, to David, in a figure, that this this Messiah will be ascended to sit at the right hand of God. As if he's a separate person. That's what it looks like in that vision. As if he's a separate person. Well, it has to be depicted to, to us or not, as if he's a separate person sent by God, where it is God himself incarnated in a human flesh, and then he was going to ascend to heaven in that human flesh and sit on the right hand of power of God. And that was what Jesus Christ also said before the high priest. So thou shalt see, hereafter shall see the Son of Man coming in the right hand of power. You see, all of those things he was saying he was to sit at the right hand of God. He said, until I make thy enemies thy footstool. That's what I want to really explain. What does that really mean? Making your enemies thy footstool. Now, we are the body of Christ. Christ has already won the victory now. He is now seated up in heaven. But what does the scripture say? In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 25, we see that the last enemy that shall be destroyed among you say, I will make your enemies their footstool. Not so. The last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. Is what Apostle Paul was saying. In First Corinthians chapter fifteen, verse twenty-five, but he said we are to see, we are also seated in heavenly places. Apostle Paul also revealed that we are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That is, as Christ is sitting, it's not just it's not just the head that is sitting; it's the whole body. You see, the Lord said unto my body, Christ as the body is sitting at the right hand. Now we are to by faith believe that we are also seated in Him, and that's what Apostle Paul was trying to describe to us. When he said, we are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Far above all principalities and powers. So, let's read that part. But let me first read First Corinthians chapter 15 to see who are these enemies that God said, until I make thy enemies thy footstool. 
All the enemies are sin, sicknesses, diseases, all these principalities and powers of darkness. They are all the enemies of righteousness. And Apostle Paul, in second, in First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 25, said to us that Christ must reign till he has put all enemies under his feet. Now, wait a minute here. I thought we said Christ has already ascended and conquered all. Yes. But he's now reigning till he put all his enemies under his feet. What does that really mean? Putting his enemies under his feet. That is under the feet of his body. We are the body of Christ. He is the head and we are the body. He has already conquered everything and all. So it's not like he has not conquered anything. He has conquered everything. He, is, he has all power in heaven and earth. But his body, which is the church, the body of Christ is the church. We, you and I, that are believing in Christ, from the from the up to the feet, we are the body of Christ, and it is this body of Christ that He has to put the enemies under His feet, under our feet. That's what the Almighty God was prophesying in Psalm 110, verse one. Sit down at my right hand until I make thy enemies thy footstool. And that's what Apostle Paul is saying, verse twenty-five. Say, for He must reign in heaven till He has put all enemies under His feet. In short, under his body's feet. Because that's him. His body is not separated from his head. Under his body's feet. And verse 26 said, The last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. Which death? This physical death is the last enemy that shall be destroyed. And the, and the spiritual death is already conquered for we that have accepting Christ also. But the last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. You can go to the book of Revelation chapter 20 verse 14 where the Bible says at the end even the place called death is a, is a location. The death is cast into the lake of fire. Hell is cast into the lake of fire. So death is actually a spiritual location. Call it a jail. A prison. And if it's a prison, just like any city can be taken and thrown away because if they are seated at that foundation you throw it away with the foundation hell is a spiritual location death is a spiritual location and he said death is cast into the lake of fire in the book of revelation chapter 20 verse 14 so the last enemy that shall be destroyed is death in short god is saying until the body of christ has the enemy under our feet that is said all these spirits all this death that is causing that is causing physical death or not has to be subdued under our feet. Enemy, the last enemy is the physical death. Must be subdued under, under the body of Christ. When we can call the dead back to life as sons of God, when we can protect people from, and resist people from dying because we have authority, anybody die, we call them back to life, we have authority. That is when the, death, the, the last enemy death is subdued under the feet of Christ, under the feet of the, of the church. The feet of the body of Christ. Like I said in the earlier chapter, the sons of God, we have this power in them to quicken whomsoever they will, just like the Lord Jesus Christ said in Gospel of John, chapter 5. Let me read that again. He said, As the Father has life in himself, so has he given to the Son to have life in himself. And I said, This declaration that the Lord Jesus Christ was declaring was not just for himself as the Messiah, but it was pre predicting what we as sons of God, when we become sons of God, we have that privilege granted to us by the Father. In Gospel of John chapter 5, 
verse 26 said, For as the Father has life in himself, so has he given to the Son to have life in himself. That is, we sons of God, when we come to that position of Son of God, we have life in ourselves to call the dead back to life. And the Lord Jesus Christ went further and he said in verse 21 of Gospel of John chapter 5, he said, For as the Father raised up the dead and quickened them, even so the Son quickened whom he will. That is also a privilege that we sons of God we have when we become sons of God. During that manifestation of the sons of God, this is one of the privileges that the sons of God will manifest. See, as the Father raised up the dead and quickened them, even so the Son, anyone that becomes a son of God, quickened whom he will. And like I read in the other verse that said, as the Father has life in himself, verse 26, so has he given to the Son, that is anyone that becomes a son of God, to have life in himself. So it's that life in ourselves that we quicken the dead. And that is why Christ also said in the, in the other verse where I said, verse 25, he said, I said unto you, the hour is coming, and now is when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God. Anyone that becomes a son of God. We have that privilege also. The dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God, and they that hear shall live. That is, individual person, we call any person, they, they, they have their number and they call them back to life. Even at the same time, it will be manifested during the manifestation of the sons of God. That is what the Lord is saying. And he said in that Psalm 110 verse 1 where David was saying, Sit down at my right hand. The Lord said unto my Lord. The Lord said unto my Lord. It was a prophecy not only for the Messiah to sit down at the right hand, but we are seated in him. As Apostle Paul has said, we are seated in Christ Jesus. Far above all principalities and power. Ephesians chapter 1. Let's read that. So that we can see the position that God has elevated we, the body of Christ, into. But we have to appropriate these things by faith in this word of God. By faith in Christ Jesus. In Ephesians chapter 1, starting from verse 20, Apostle Paul was describing this mystery that he was trying to explain to us. How the Father has elevated the body, the church highly in verse 20 of Ephesians chapter 1 actually he went further to tell us that this is exceeding greatness of the power of God in us who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Now, that is talking about Christ, our Lord Jesus Christ, being elevated to the right hand of God. He said that set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Far above all powers and principalities and might and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. So we now know Christ is elevated. We all know that because he, like we said, he is the fullness of the God there actually in physical human beings. So he is God manifested in the flesh. However, let's read further. In verse 22 he said, And he has put all things under his feet. And remember I said, we are the body of Christ. And he is the head. 
So when he says all this is put under his feet, he's talking about the about under the feet of the old church, the body of Christ. And gave him to be head over all things to the church. So which means it's for all the church sake that he is be head over all things so that we that his body can have dominion over all these things. He said, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. So what we are saying then is that as God has described here that Christ is elevated to sit at the right hand of God in heaven over all principalities, far above all principalities and powers, we are actually in Christ Jesus, represented in that Christ Jesus that is sitting in heaven. And Apostle Paul went for that in Ephesians chapter 2 to describe this to us in verse 4. Let me read that verse 4 to you, to verse 6. He said, God in, But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, has quickened us together with Christ. Remember, he quickened us together with Christ. That is, we are raised by, by, by faith. We, believe, we are to believe it. That when I go to baptism, it's like being buried underwater. And then I came out and I am resurrected with Christ. That is our faith in that atonement. That Christ was raised from the dead. We are raised with him. And that's what Apostle Paul is explaining in verse 4 and 5 of Ephesians chapter 2 here. And he said, even when we were dead in sins, as quickened us together with Christ, by grace he has saved, and has raised us up together, that we are being raised together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Do you understand that? That is, we are actually, spiritually speaking, sitting together in heavenly places inside Christ Jesus. So when the Bible said in that sit in that chapter that we just read, I said, sit down at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. God was referring to the whole body of Christ sitting at his right hand, including we church. We are the church. We are the body. He is the head. We are the body. So he said, the Lord said unto my Lord, even though it looked like it was just talking about the Messiah, Christ, he actually prophesying that the whole body which is the church is inside that Christ, sitting at the right hand of power. And that's what Apostle Paul is explaining here, that he has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in you can see inside Christ Jesus. We are inside him. In Christ Jesus. That's what Apostle Paul is saying in verse 6 there. That in the ages to come we might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. So what are we saying then? We are saying we are actually spiritually speaking inside Christ over all things. Now we are to take our position, understand it, and take our position in Christ, believing it, and exercising this authority that we have in Christ Jesus over the earth. We are to rule upon the earth like this. Look at what the 24 elders say in the book of Revelation. That's what they are alluding to when they were saying we shall reign upon the earth. This planet earth. So let's see in the book of Revelation, and when they are taking the books, the four beasts and four twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them apps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of saints. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. 
and has made us unto our God kings and priests and we shall reign on the earth that's what I'm referring to verse 10 we shall reign on the earth so the 4 and 20 elders are human beings that have gone before us that are represented by the patriarchs I believe so that is their proclamation we are to reign on this other is God is saying we are now in Christ Jesus seated in heavenly places far above all principalities and we are to reign on this earth and that's why Apostle Paul said all things in earth and in this, in this world and the world to come that is the new heaven and the new earth that God has going to create we are going to reign on this earth inside Christ Jesus we are right now we are already elevated we are to believe it by faith and to exercise our authority by faith in Christ Jesus as we live in him that is living for him in that righteousness and our righteousness is of the Lord not our own righteousness but he has already imputed to us his righteousness and we are just to live for him because we are like he said he died for all so that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves but unto him who died for them and rose again which is second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 14 and 15 so he died for us so we are now to live for him and as we live for him we are inside him and we have the authority to subdue the earth and all the things that he said we should rule over and that is the promise of God for us and we are to believe it and thank him for it and then exercise our authority and exercise it without being afraid because we have access to the throne of grace so they come boldly to the throne of grace and we have access because we are in him in Christ Jesus we are accepted in the beloved the last enemy that shall be destroyed is dead and he says, sit down at my right hand until I make thy enemies thy footstool. In Hebrews chapter 2 verse 9, that thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, talking about human beings that God has created, thou crowned him with glory and honor and did set him over the works of thy hands. That's Psalm 8. And Apostle Paul in the book of, book of Hebrews was described, was pointing, referring to this, said, thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet. That's the feet of man that God created in his image. For in that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now, we see not yet all things put under him. We do not see anything look like it doesn't look like we have everything that has been put under the feet of human beings on earth. They say, but we see Jesus, that is Christ Jesus came and demonstrated it, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, now Apostle Paul was saying that the suffering of death on the cross is what made him a little lower than the angel because angels never die. But he's crowned with glory and honor that he by the grace of God should taste death for every man. So Christ tasted death for every man. So you might say, well, if he has tasted death for every man so we don't have to taste death. We don't have to. But people are still dying physically but it's not a mandatory that's why Christ said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, if a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. We have to come to appropriating that faith of the Son of God. Now, he went further in verse 15. Verse 14 says, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death, he might destroy him that has the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject unto bondage. So what is he talking about? Christ actually yielded himself to death so that he can destroy death for us. 
So he gave, he said, I laid down my life, nobody has taken my life from me. I have power to lay it down, I have power to take it again. So he actually surrendered to death so that he can destroy death for us. That's why Apostle Paul is saying that. That through death he might destroy him that has the power of death in verse 14 that I just read. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, took part of flesh and blood, that through death he might destroy him that has the power of death, that is the devil. Christ went to the grave and whipped the devil and took the keys of hell and of death and came back alive by himself. And he destroyed him that has the power of death. Somebody said, you mean the devil has been destroyed? Yes, the devil has been destroyed. That doesn't mean the devil is no more existing. His business has been destroyed. Think of if you destroy somebody's business. He has no, no business anymore. So he has no power to kill anybody anymore. We are to believe it and stand our ground. Because we are in Christ Jesus with that same authority. Which he has delegated to us as the body of Christ. The Bible is, let me repeat again. Christ tasted death for everyone. That through death, in verse 14 of Hebrews chapter 2. He destroyed him that has the power of death, that is the devil, and delivered them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. So not just delivering us from the fear of death and sin dying physically, he actually said he has the power to keep us alive. And that is where I'm going to wrap up this exhortation because the Lord Jesus Christ said it in, in John chapter 8, verse 51, because he want, we have to come by faith to believe this. We have to Claim this by faith, by by walking with him and placing him like he knock of old in this generation. Otherwise, it will be at the end time that we make everything right. At the end of all things, there will be no more death on this planet. But he actually said, even right now, he can keep us alive if we will walk with him and place him like he knock of old. He knock in the Bible. God's fell of John chapter 8, verse 51, when Christ was debating with the Jews. He threw this one in. Verily, verily, I say unto you, if a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. If a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. And you know, the Jews debated this. They said, wait a minute. The Jews said, now we know that thou hast a devil. Abraham is dead. They were talking of physical death. And the prophets are dead. And thou says, if a man keep my sin, he shall never taste of death. Are thou greater than our father Abraham, which is dead? And the prophets are dead. Who makest thou thyself? Well, Jesus Christ didn't reverse what he said. He said, if I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my father that honoreth me. Of whom you say that he is your God. Yet you have not known him, but I know him. And if I should say I know him not, I shall be like a, a liar like unto you. And he went further and said, Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day. And he saw it and was glad. Now that really began to tell them what they didn't want to hear. And he said, Thou art not yet fifty years old. And hast thou seen Abraham? And Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily I say unto you, Before Abraham was, I am. Now that made them want to stone him. Right there. But what we are saying then is that, Christ is saying, even right now, if we will walk with him and please him and keep his sin, he can begin to make us to taste of that power of the world to come. Never see death. Because at the end, the Bible said, we that are alive and remain till the time of the rapture will be caught up together with them that are resurrected from the dead. 
the first in the church in the, the dead in Christ shall rise first. And we that are alive shall be caught up with them. And we that are caught up with them will never see death anymore. That is how the final analysis. Even right now, if that has not come, if that is still 100 years to come or 50 or 200 years to come, God can make anybody that walk with him and please him to disappear without seeing death like he took Elijah away, like he took Enoch away. And that is what he was referring to in Gospel of John chapter 8, verse 51. If a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. In the end, all that are in the grave should be resurrected, that are Christians in the first resurrection. And we that are alive, we go meet them, we caught up with them to go and meet them in the air. And that is what we are waiting for. Believing this is faith. But walk with him, believing that we are actually seated right now in heavenly places, begin to exercise our authority over all things on the earth, especially over death, over, especially over diseases and sicknesses, because we are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And I pray that the Lord will give understanding to you that is listening to this so that you can really begin to take your stand and take your position as we are. I'm also taking my position in Christ, believing that the Lord has given us this authority and we are to wield this authority on earth, rebuking Satan and rebuking the devil and commanding what we want in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And he said, we are in him with that same authority. Father, I pray, Lord, that those who are listening, you bless the heart and give them this understanding. And if they have any sickness in their body, let them re receive their healing right now because Christ has already given us healing. Receive your healing in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And if anybody is going to situation right now, I command that they be well in the name of Jesus Christ. I command their body well. I command their business well. I command their life well. And that their mind be on Christ Jesus in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you, Lord, for answering us. And anybody that is listening to you, if they begin to take their stand and declare and declare what they wanted, you shall receive what you desire in the name of Jesus Christ. Because you say, if you don't doubt and believe, you shall receive what you ask, what you ask for. Mark chapter 11, verse 23 and 24. And Lord, help us to walk in love and please you. Thank you, Father. Write to us and we shall send some exhortation. Gospel Distribution Ministry. Post Office Box 71027, Phoenix, Arizona 85050. Our website on internet is www.gospeldistribution.org. You can send us email from there. God bless you.